Oh, boy. Well, this is what happened, everyone. Uh, we had recorded <laughs> this really funny intro, and and then Dave ruined it, kind of. I mean, it ruined it in a good way, though. Do you want to explain, Dave? Uh, we did this whole intro. We were feigning enthusiasm like we're doing right now, and then uh, we were just doing it off the top of our heads, and I asked Dave, Dave, do you have an ending for this? And he said, yes, confidently, yes, I do have an ending for it. And what was his ending? He pretended to fart, and it was just so bad. That Comedy it was, gold. It was really, really funny. And then Chuko, there was a perfect, perfect moment of spontaneity and fun, and Chuko deleted it. Back to your cage, Chuko. And that's how we're starting Bad, Chuko. this show. Ladies and gentlemen, all other podcasts are about to become obsolete. Broadcasting from TSS Studios, high atop Mount Dora in Central Florida, this show sucks! I'm your MC, Johnny Dangles, and now, here they are, the Abbott and Costello of American Hardcore, Dave and Bruce! So, how was our weekend, Dave? Uh, <laughs> oh, boy, we had a weekend. I went shroom picking, brought Bruce with me, and bringing back his glory days, he decides, I'm going to tip a cow. Woo, Connecticut style, baby. CTHC cow tipping. Not a problem. But warn me, the cow got tipped right on top of me. You almost killed me, dude. Nah, you were fine. It was like a Come truck, on. dude. To toughen you up a little bit. You're getting soft down I here. I still can't even breathe good, man. I think he broke a rib. Well. Dick move, man. So are... say, say four or something like that so I know. Those were good shrooms, though, man. They were, they were really good shrooms. This show sucks with Dave and Bruce is proud to be sponsored by Enemy Inc. Do you need shirts, posters, or stickers for your band, business, or event? Damn straight, Skippy. Enemy Inc. in Orlando, Florida does it without the hassle and worry. You'll get your merch on time and done right. Enemy Inc. is one of the largest punk-owned and operated screen print businesses in the country. They can handle any job, big or small, and they take great pride in their work. Pride in your work? Does anybody remember that? I do. Contact Enemy Inc. at EnemyInc.com and tell them this show sucks at ya. Raise your Guinness, everybody. Our first guest needs no introduction. Ladies and gentlemen, from the Pogues, Shane McGowan. Yes, I feel very lucky, yeah. Shane, have you ever seen a leprechaun in his underwear? Yeah, but I haven't been convicted of anything. Can you respond to the rumors that you're secretly dating Dame Judy Dench? She'll do anything for publicity, you know what I mean? Shane, what brings you to Mount Dora, Florida? There's no point of any regret. You replaced all your teeth in 2015. May we have one for the TSS Museum of Punk? Oh, not for a fact that there's school kids in this country taking it at the moment, yeah? Shane, why do you think so many Irish girls are attracted to me? 
three three quarters of the world are starving to death. You know, like you know, like the idea of a, of, a, of a of a decent not even, not a decent meal, but it's a bowl of rice. Like is is something you dream about. You know. I see. Shane, I've read that you're a rabid fan of Lord of the Dance. I hear that you know every step of that show. Would you care to show us something? Hop one, two, three, and two, two, three, three, two, three, four, two, three, five, two, three, six, two, three, seven, two, three, and eight, two, three. Shane, it's been an honor and a pleasure talking to you today. Thank you for your time. Shane, we've learned a lot about you today. Thanks for joining us on This Show Sucks. Well, that bit went fairly well, Dave. Better than some of the other stuff we've, we've done for the show so far. I think that worked out really well. Any bit where nobody gets hurt. Whoa, what's going on oh, there? Oh, that's weird. You got, like, you got a reverb. You got a little reverb on there, man. Hello, hello. Oh, I'm jealous. You sound like like one of those uh, oldies radio station dudes. I want reverb. I want... Oh, wait. I got a little... Uh, uh, I got a little bit of Chuko. Give me some reverb. Oh, here we go. I got reverb. I have, I have more reverb than you. I have more reverb than you. I have more reverb than you. I have more reverb. I have more reverb. I have more reverb. I have more reverb. Bruce Wingate. Hey, aren't you Paul Mayern, Zero Boys frontman and renowned audio engineer? Why, yeah, that's me, Bruce. Well, where am I? Well, you're inside my reverb chamber. I was just in here repainting the walls to create a better reflection. How you got here? I assume your engineer put a little too much reverb on your voice, and now you've manifest here in my space in physical form. I think he needs to back it off a little bit. The reverb, that is. Whoa, that's weird. Yeah, it really is. Pretty weird. Hey, Paul? What's the meaning of life? The meaning of life? Huh. Well, all of existence is a vibration. And when we put out a sound, it interacts with the space that we're in. The ambience of the space that we're in is a reflection of our existence. We hear back what we put out through that reflection. That reflection, that ambience, can sometimes manifest as a reverb or a delay or an echo. Great to see you, Bruce. Come back anytime. Yeah, you too, eh? like hardcore? Do you like tattoos? Well, we got all that shit here. New York Hardcore Tattoos, 127 Stand Street, New York City, New York. No hepatitis here. Bruce, how's your new band coming along? Oh, you mean Dick Wolf? Not too good, unfortunately. Why? What happened? Well, actually, we got sued. Sued by who? Well, Dick Wolf. And Guitar Wolf. Dick Wolf for the name, obviously. I really should have thought that one through. Why Guitar Wolf? 
Well, for stealing her whole act, basically. I thought all your songs were about Law and Order episodes. Yeah, but we wore the leather pants and jackets and sang them in broken English with fake Japanese accents, which apparently is also racist now. Well, that sucks. Yeah, but I got another idea, and we're going to retool the whole thing. Yeah, what's that? Well, obviously you remember the show The Odd Couple. I mean, we grew up watching that pretty much every night, you know? Do you remember seeing the name Jerry Belson in the credits? I do. Well, we're going to do like a Sex Pistols thing and call the band Jerry Belson Was a Gas. You need a drummer? What size pants do you wear? This is Tristan Clyde Kensington of Clones UK. You're listening to This Show Sucks with David and Bruce, the podcast all the lads and slags are downloading. Bruce, you know what I was thinking about the other day? Do you remember the happy sperm? Oh, yeah, the, the, the um, Tom Burke, right? Tom Burke. Yeah, it's a, tell a story, man, because yeah. our listeners w- would enjoy hearing about, about yeah. the day we f- decked CBGBs with happy sperm. A friend of the band, he worked in a print shop, and they had um, they would have these tissue sheets of tissue paper between a big, enormous uh, f- film. That the, what, what kind of film was that? What was it called? It was Transparencies. Transparencies. So uh, he would, you know, he would he had a big box with all this waste uh, tissue paper in it, and just throughout the course of his workday, he started like you know messing around with it and making stuff with it, and he realized that he could make this sort of tissue paper looking sperm, and uh, and then he started drawing happy faces on them. And they were they were pretty big. I mean, they were like a foot and a half long each one, right? Somewhere yeah. in that area. So eventually, he had like a whole case of these happy sperm uh, tissue paper things, and he gave it to us. Uh, for one of our gigs at CBGB's. Yep. And then, I don't know if we distributed them or if they were I just... think, like, Lenny and some of the people on the side of the stage, like, busted them out and started throwing them to the crowd. And then the crowd started throwing them back, and then the more that went out, the more were coming there back. There were a lot more of them than I originally thought, because there is, there is a video of it, which we should try to find. Yeah, if we find the video, we'll put it up on and our website. And because they're flying all over the place. It looks like um, a snowstorm or something. Or like we're stuck inside some kind of popcorn machine or something. I mean, it was unbelievable. Like, every place you look, there were happy sperm flying through the air. It was weird. I think we're the only hardcore band in New York in the 80s to have sperm represented. Yeah, that's probably true. But, you know, my favorite remembrance of that night was you get paid, we're loading out our stuff, and the last thing I see is Hilly Crystal brooming up all the happy sperm, and he looks at me with a face like he wanted to beat the shit out of me. He was so pissed off, man. He was such a nice man. He was a nice man. His wife was a bitch, though. Get it up! Have we got a surprise for you guys? Our very first very late night interview. Dave did this one. I haven't even heard it yet, but I'm very excited. Yeah, it worked out. uh, How'd it go, Dave? Wonderful, dude. You had an awesome guest. I mean, in the annals of punk rock history, there's no hardly anyone more important than Keith Morris. So. He's never going to talk to me. Black again. Flag, the Circle Jerks, off. I'm, I mean, I've always liked Keith. He's always a big fan of AOD. Awkward. And, uh, and uh, I don't understand why was it a very late night interview, Dave? What uh, I really thought it would be funny to call him at five in the morning because it's a comedy show. 
But apparently uh, he didn't get the joke. Well, you seem to know best. I mean, well, anyway, here's Keith Morris, very late night interview. Uh, hello, who is this? Hi, Keith Morris. It's Dave and Bruce from This Show Sucks. You're our first guest on Very Late Night. Well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on here. Man, it's 5 o'clock in the morning. Why the? Why would you fucking call me at 5 o'clock in the morning? Is this a bad time for you? Are you serious? Dude, what it's very, very late night interviews. We figure we get you... No, 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 you, you don't call anybody at five in the morning unless it's an emergency. Oh. And you're, what, w w what are you doing I'm calling me at five in the morning? It was Ben Weasel. He maybe do it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, I'm going back to sleep, so, you know, you, you want to talk to me, you... you call me at regular, you call me during nine to five hours work. Working hours. Oh, I guess it was a bad idea. But this, I, I gotta go. I was just getting into a dream. Oh, uh, okay. We'll get you again on uh, another episode. You, you woke me from a dream where I'm laying on a beach surrounded by beautiful women, serving me drinks, fanning me. Are you kidding? <laughs> just out of the blue, you just call somebody older than you and wake them up. I, I was, uh, you know, I thought it would be a good idea. Maybe we could do it uh, during the daytime. How's that sound? Okay, well, you, you call me back later on. Okay. You Sounds... don't call me in the middle of a dream. Okay, well, well, this is working out well. We'll get with you again sometime. Does that sound good? D maybe. Uh, have a good one, Keith. Later. All right, Mr. Keith Morris. Woo! Bruce, I am so damn excited. We've got a special announcement to make on the next episode of This Show Sucks. Have we got a surprise for you guys? Oh, this is big. Uh, we're just working out the legal issues right now. We're not going to give it away I yet, but it's going to be... The Misfits! Oh, Johnny. <laughs> oh, oh, there it is. Dude. There it is. The ghouls out of the coffin. The gamma ghouls oh, out of the coffin. Oh, oh boy. Yeah, we're going to be there, folks. Misfits Red Carpet event. Red Carpet for the Misfits, yeah. Um, the entire episode is going to be done on the Red Carpet. It's our Misfits Red Carpet Spooktacular. Very excited. It'll be our first live podcast, too. It will be our first live podcast from Newark, New Jersey at the Prudential Center. We're going to have all the guests, all the people arriving. We're going to be backstage. We're going to be in the catering tent. It's going to be amazing. We want to thank the good people at Modern Bakery on Garibaldi Street in Lodi for making this possible. As well as Lodi pizza of course thank you so much we are looking forward to this yeah yeah i am your mc johnny dingles for this show sucks like us on facebook follow us on twitter rate and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts shut up If Johnny Mancream, si tienes problemas de pene flácido a causa de tu vejez, 
prueba Stiff Johnny Man Cream. Regresarás como un hombre nuevo. Stiff Johnny Man Cream. Si todavía la tienes dura después de cuatro horas, llama a tu doctor. So, Bruce, we got a new segment sponsor. Uh, it's Canine Banquet Dog Food. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is a local company. They're making a really high-end dog artisan? food. Artisan? All artisan? It is. It yeah. is. They're all natural ingredients. There is no wheat. So if your dog has an allergy, it's not going to be a problem. Oh, that's awesome. They gave us some samples. So I'm going to try it out today with my dog, Amelia, and see how she likes it. Oh, cool. Where did uh, Amelia go to? She's right here. There you go. Oh, Amelia, right. come here. Oh, All right. Nice. Let me grab. Anybody see the the box oh, of dog food? Where, I, I haven't seen it at all. It was a box. It had like a whole bunch of Wait. cans. Wait, Johnny, what are you doing, man? Are, are you eating that dog food? Dude, dude, are you eating? It's delicious. It tastes just like pot roast. Dude, that's my... It was for my dog, man. It looks, kind of looks kind of appetizing. Say, it does look really good, this, Johnny. You know, this isn't too bad, actually. Hey, for try real? Some. Try some. It's dog food. It tastes like pot roast. Really? I like pot roast. Yeah. It's freaking good, dude. It's really good. Dude, that's better than my wife's pot roast. Oh, my God. You're going to be in so much trouble when she hears this. Oh, yeah. I told you. It's fantastic. Well, Canine Banquet Dog Food. It's not just for dogs. Bruce, I think we created a monster here. Uh-oh, what happened? My Uncle Irving is out of fucking control, dude. I was on the phone with my Aunt Edna, and she said he's walking around the house constantly with sunglasses. He's wearing an ascot. He's talking like he's Douglas Fairbanks Jr., and he just won a goddamn Oscar. Oh, he went to Hollywood, just like Herman Munster did in that one episode. It's like Irving Von Frankenstein, man. He is out of control. I'm, I'm kind of dreading doing this again because I know the more flattery he gets from our fans, the worse it's going to be. Well, here we go, Dave. Noted thespian from Spring Valley, New York, Dave's Uncle Irving recites hardcore lyrics. Went to a party. I danced all night. I drank 16 beers and I started up a fight. But now I am jaded. We are out of luck. I am rolling down the stairs. Too drunk. Stigma Goes to the Movies Welcome to Stigma Goes to the Movies, a segment in which this show sucks sends noted cinema enthusiast and hardcore punk rock legend Vinny Stigma to share his knowledge and love of the art of cinema. Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri is as dark as they come. Award-winning playwright Martin McDonough has delivered a pitch-black, often laceratingly funny look at human nature at its most nasty, brutish, and dim-witted. Vinny, would you like to share your thoughts about the film Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri? Yo, that movie fucking sucks. Stigma goes to the movie.
All right, it's my turn to choose the playout music for the day. And I have chosen Loud Fast Rules by The Stimulators. So it was a very important record for me. I started going to shows in New York City around 1980. And the second time I went to Max's Kansas City, it was to see The Stimulators open for The Bad Brains. Mind-blowing show. The Stimulators were really the bridge between the old New York City punk scene, which was dying off, and the new emerging hardcore scene. The basis of their following were younger kids from all over the tri-state area, and they ended up starting bands or fanzines or being involved in, the, in what became the New York hardcore scene. They were visually stunning. They had two girls on guitar, and Gustafsson on bass, and Denise Mercedes on guitar. And let me tell you something, Denise could shred. She was better than most of the punk guitarists around then. On the vocals, you had a gay male punk poet named Patrick Mack, who was a great frontman. And on the drums with a 12-year-old kid named Harley Flanagan, who you probably know from the Cro-Mags. This band really was a major inspiration on all of us. Some of the bands that sprung up from going to those Stimulator shows were Heart Attack with Jesse Mallon, Kraut, uh, Antidote, The Nihilistics, The Misguided, The Mob, Urban Waste, Reagan Youth, uh, my own band AOD, uh, even the Beastie Boys. It was a tight scene back then. It was fun, it was communal, and it was really fucking dangerous. So without any further ado, here's the stimulators with loud, fast rules, okay? Place has left you down. 
hope you enjoyed today's episode of This Show Sucks. If you want to be a sponsor or advertiser, contact us at thisshowsuckspodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Woo-hoo!